Welcome to The Greg Bennett Show. I'm your host, Greg Bennett, and this was a wonderful conversation with the new man on the scene, the man who just crushed the 70.3 World Championships at 22 years of age, Rico Bogan. This was an absolutely outstanding conversation. We cover so much. There wasn't much on Rico in terms of homework. Uh, His rise to the top of the world has been so fast that... This was all new to me. There was so much in this one. He shares his training, his team, the way he approached the 70.3 World Championships, his training leading up to it, and his mindset during the race. So much good good stuff in this one. Uh, and look, I look at Rico as a, a young man at 22. The world is really in front of him, um, and I'm wishing him all the very best. I hope you enjoy it as much as I did. And remember, success comes to those who endure just one moment longer. Okay, before we get into it, listen up. If you're trading your family time and, and, and a cushy sofa for hours of sweat, pain, and maybe some glory, that's a choice. So make it count. Red Bull claims that they give you wings. Well, big deal. Wings don't mean jack unless you're actually flying. With fast food, it's not just about liftoff. It's about cruising at 30,000 feet without even a hint of a crash landing. First, There's the Galacto Gummies, a kick of energy that stays with you. No spikes, no crashes, just smooth, consistent power. Next, we've got the Hydrator. This isn't your corner store sports drink. It's electrolytes and micronutrients dialed in for optimal performance. And let's not forget the Galacto Gels, your mid-flight energy boost, all designed to keep you at your peak performance for the long haul. So are you going to just flap those wings or are you ready to actually fly? Make the choice, make it count, and make it with fast food. Visit fastfood.com and let's own the sky together. All right, today's guest is a 22-year-old phenom who's shaking up the world of triathlon. Just two weeks ago, he became the youngest man to ever win the Ironman 70.3 World Championships. He came out of what seemed like nowhere and took the triathlon world by storm. He's from Germany a country with a rich history of triathlon world-class athletes, including the Raylert brothers, Andreas and Michael, Sebastian Kinley, and of course, Jan Fudino. And today, we're going to learn what makes this young man tick, and I'm thrilled to have him here to dive into his incredible journey. So, welcome. Thanks for joining me on The Greg Bennett Show, Rico Bogan. How are you, mate? Hi, Greg. Thanks for a nice introduction, and it's a big (laughs) honor for me to be in this big show, yeah. Well, mate, it's great to have you here. Um, that was our second run through. Uh, we had a little recording issue early on, but I think we just nailed that one. Mate, it's so great to have you here. But first off, congratulations um, on the incredible performance, winning the world championships. How's life been, mate? How's it been since winning that big day? Yeah, a little bit busier, I would say. Uh, more media stuff, uh, very much, uh, many messages on on Instagram and, yeah, many podcasts, uh, <laughs> my fourth or fifth. So yeah, it's oh, nice, mate. but um, no, it's not the focus so much on training, a little bit more on media. Yeah, well, I appreciate you accommodating us all. Um, we're all enthusiastic to just hear more about you, learn more about you. Um, you know, I'm fascinated to see just doing the little bit of homework I did for this show. Do you realize your PTO ranking is now up to 29 from 301 in 2022? I was yeah, like, that <laughs> that's unreal. 
Yeah, it, it was the goal to, to be in the top 30 uh, in the end of this year. So, yeah, now I reached this goal. And uh, this is very nice because, yeah, hopefully next next year I could also start in the PTO races uh, mm-hmm. because I think this is all very big races with good competitors. Uh, so I'm really looking forward. And, yeah, at the beginning I had just one race uh, ranked so it was always if i had one more one more race then i'm going up for 50 places or so so it was very good <laughs> wow well this was an extraordinary um way to do it like you said now this can actually get you some you know into the pto series for 2024 but this year it almost looks to me like it was a good idea not to be sort of chasing a lot of the pto events in august in the lead up to the world championships you know if that comes again what's going to be your choice next year yeah of course it's a little bit difficult uh, I, I asked for the for the um white card for the uh, pto was open uh, but there i, I uh, didn't get one um mm-hmm. yeah but for singapore they said yeah you uh, do you want to uh, start singapore oh. and there we decided to not start because yeah this this uh, year was the uh, aim to start in uh, at the world champs from Ironman. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's difficult. I hope that that they are not so so close together. Uh, this both races, so so you have to decide. Uh, this is mm-hmm. difficult. But next year the the seventy point three world champs are just in December, so it's late. So hopefully it's it don't uh, to 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 close together, yeah. But listen. You're a world champion. You're now a world champion for the rest of your life. Um, potentially you'll have multiple world titles and everything else, but from now until the end of days, mate, you'll be able to call yourself a world champion. Yes, is really. that, you know, is that, is that pretty awesome? Is it a pretty cool feeling? I mean, you're 22. Some athletes, you know, take 20 years. Even Jan Fredino, the great Jan Fredino, you know, I know you've listened to a few of these episodes, but it took him almost 100 races before he won his first major race, which happened to be the Olympic Games. But you've come out at 22 and you're world champion. Has it really sunk in yet, what you achieved? Yeah, not not really. Uh, yeah, this is just unbelievable. And I didn't expect that uh, so early I I was training for that and hoping for in maybe two or three years but now with just 22 years it's very early and and yeah, i didn't expect that and yeah yeah also in the youth it, i wasn't always uh, i wasn't always the best uh, and so so yeah this is so early now it's it's really cool that is really cool mate but what i want to do today is um first up recap the ironman 70.3 world championships and and where your head was at leading into it and during and then I just want to spend the rest of the show getting to know you um, and a bit of your journey, your team, and how you operate. And we'll finish off with some some maybe opinions and rapid fire questions. So let's get into it. I want you to walk us through the 70.3 World Championships and what was going through your mind leading up to the race during and after. Um, you know, let's start. The triathlon world was surprised. But were you? Was there was your mind sort of ready? To be a world champion, were you already sort of believing that it could happen? 
Na, uh, the word title not. Uh, I was hoping for a top five. Um, and yeah, I, I know that I'm fit and that I could be in the lead in the swim and in the bike. Uh, mm. But I didn't uh, know how big the group is and how my running shape um, is. So uh, that I could win this, I I don't expect this. And and yeah, because I the, the start list was also very good. And and then at, at first day uh, there was the press conference and or the, the briefing and there was not all signatures on on the board so i thought yeah okay <laughs> there are not 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 every big name is here so, so maybe that there's something in uh, but but with the world title i didn't expect it mm, mm. you from what i understand the weeks leading up to it you were training in san maritz doing some altitude training was that your first time doing that kind of work and did you feel the effects and did you feel like you, that really worked well for you? Yeah, uh, yeah, I was uh, three weeks in the attitude and mm. yeah, it was the first time, so it was a little bit risky, And mm. <laughs> but it, I think it, it works and we managed it well. And yeah, at the end of the, of the, of the camp, I was a little bit tired and the training, uh, then was so good. I was also oh shit. <laughs> Hopefully uh, the freshness comes back and and yeah. Then uh, one week earlier, I did a small triathlon just in my uh, hometown. Uh, yeah, there was the feeling was okay. Uh, was better than in the trains camp. So I thought yeah okay. Now I have uh, one week left. So I think. It could be good, and on uh, first day uh, in Lahti, uh, there we did the last uh, little kind of uh, small quick session. It's mm -hmm. like a, a acti activation, and and there I was really fit, and and, and my heart rate was really uh, low, and and the numbers was good. So therefore, yeah, okay, yeah, something possible, yeah. Yeah, it's funny the coming out of altitude. To your point, you said it can be, it, you can either nail it or it can actually ruin you. And uh, I'm curious, how how far down? When, when did you come down from altitude before the race? How many days? Uh, to ten days. To ten yeah. days in front. Yeah. 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 Oh, so you crushed that. And so I assume you're probably going to end up doing that again in the future. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it is the, um, the doubt can creep in, you know, because there is, when you think of altitude, the best way to think of it, it's another stress on the body, right? It's, an, it's another layer of stress that you otherwise didn't have. And so with that stress, your body, you get really tired because yeah. your body's going to rebuild itself and rebuild. And so then the doubt, this is where you have to have a strong mindset to go, no, 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 this is part of it. This is part of it. This is part of it. And then slowly to your point, the Thursday before the race, you go, huh, I think I'm, I think I'm good to go. In those final few days, you know, the, the, from the Thursday leading into the race, what was sort of the rest of that prep? You did that little workout. Did you do much before the race? No, not not really. So just uh, the workout on Thursday, and then uh, all the other day, Friday and Saturday is just well, one hour training, I would say. Uh, yeah. So 
not not much. Um, and I I was hoping that that on Thursday I was feeling so good that I was hoping it's it's also on Sunday so good. It's not now <laughs> it comes down. Yeah, it's this was not good. Oh, the, the self talk, right? The self. I hope I haven't just used up my best day. Yeah, um, yeah. For sure, so yeah. On, race, on race morning, were you? Um, you know, did you wake up? Uh, you know, I'm always intrigued because some days you wake up and you go, oh. I feel rubbish and you, and you have an amazing day. Other days you, you wake up going, I'm ready to go. And you just, you can't get out of your own way. What was that feeling waking up on race morning? Yeah, it was more, I'm ready to go. Yeah. 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 Very cool. Yeah. What, what time does the race start? Uh, 7.30. Yeah. 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 So it's a reasonable time to get up. And, and were you having to, was there any self talk that was full of doubt in the morning that you had to overcome or did you feel... No, everything's in line. No, uh, self-top, no. Uh, it was, yeah, I'm ready to go. And I had respect for the for the, for the the other athletes. And, yeah, I, I was excited, uh, really excited uh, mm. for this mm. big race. And what I want to, sh- to show that, I, that I'm a good athlete and, 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 yeah, just go out. I had nothing to lose, so, yeah. <laughs> I love that. And you, and you are, uh, from what I see, you know, and, and watching that race, you got to be happy with just how much of a complete athlete you are. You know, at the end of the day, your performances across the board had you well and truly up front, you know, from the beginning, your bike was there, swim was there, bike was there, and then you finished off with a 111 run. It wasn't an easy race in terms of being dead flat and super fast. But you put together a race of a three thirty-two. I mean, does that still is that mind-boggling to you? The performance that you gave, just how incredibly strong it was across the board. Yeah, uh, uh, this was so fast. I didn't expect it uh, because yeah, the, the running course was not easy. It was with two uh, hundred meters elevation. Mm-hmm. It was three kilometer uphill and then and one kilometer down again. So. Also, I think too steep for good uh, running downhill would be better, mm. just a little bit slighter downhill. And so it, it was not the, the fastest course and then such a fast time. Uh, with also, I think the fastest uh, 17.3 World Champs time. Uh, yeah, <laughs> this was yeah. also crazy. And yeah, I would say my biggest advantage is that I'm in in the free uh, sports, very good uh, at the top. Uh, I'm not. I have no uh, big weakness. It was uh, since this season. It was more the, the one, but but I I fixed that in this season. So now I'm I'm complete athlete. Athlete. Yeah. I fixed that. I fixed <laughs> that in 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 the period of what seems like a very short time span. I'm sure you're going to tell me otherwise later in the show, but yeah. You know, being able to really improve that run. Um, what, what do you put that down to? What kind of work have you been doing that you go, okay, that's how you really get the run going? Uh, yeah, um, we did in 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 uh, LG camp uh, running uphill uh, the Alpha yes. Lovers. I don't yes. know if you know yeah. them, and yeah. and so yeah, I, I would say uh, this was good strength training. Uh, so um, also the Lati course was. Um, most up, mostly uphill, so yeah, it was good preparation for that. I, I think uh, you just nailed it. Uphill running or even stairs, if you got stairs. Uh, for people listening, I I can 
tell you, Jan Fredino and I used to laugh about it because we'd always say, if you want to get fit quick, run uphill. And yeah. we, you know, in Noosa, Australia, we used to do a thing where you'd do five by two kilometer all out, you know, and then jog back down. And I think Jan joined us a few times on that one, but it's, if you have hills around you and you can be doing one mile, 2K, or even to your point, long, long uphill efforts, it's amazing how that translates well to um, running fast on the flat. And even the bike, do you find the bike, were you doing a lot of uphill work or are you mainly on the trainer? What kind of bike work were you doing to really get that power? Yeah, so the Alge can be done also very uh, much mountains. Uh, so that's good. In my hometown, there's everything flat. So it is a little bit missing here. We have mm. just the wind. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, for this, I think the train camps are very good that you can also train uphill because, yeah, this it's easier to push uh, many watts uh, uphill. So if you mm. go one, one hour just uphill, you have to push 250, 280 watts to, to just uh, don't stop. Uh, yeah. And and yeah, in the flat you can can easily uh, uh, push just 200 watts. So yeah, it's, it's effective, better training here. Yeah. It's almost like you can take the mental side of it out. I always love training. You know, we lived in in Boulder, Colorado for years, and I love that I could just you know go along, pick one of the canyons I want to go up, and for the next hour, I could just hold. 300 watts because I just had to get up the hill. It wasn't, yeah. I wasn't having to mentally focus on pushing. It was just get up the hill. Um, yeah. And I love that kind of work. Back to the race, back to the race. I really, I'm curious, you know, you got off the bike, great position. I think it was six of you off the bike together. At yeah. what point did you feel, you know, you step, you start your run. I'd love to just, you step through that mindset of, and the physical feeling that you had starting that run and then sort of building throughout that run. I'm curious as to what you were saying to yourself. Yeah. Uh, the bike, I, I found it really hard. Uh, uh, was, in the beginning we was third at, uh, with Justus and Matisse and then, yeah, Fred Funk joins us. Uh, and then it was hard. <laughs> he, he attacked, uh, for three times or every time, uh, if he went to the front, yeah, he, he attacked. So yeah, that was really hard, and and there was my legs not so good. I thought, oh, this could be a really hard run, oh. and and yeah, but then then I started to run, and my legs was very good. <laughs> I was yeah. surprised, and and yeah, at the end and on the last five kilometers, uh, Fred and. And Matthias uh, had a little gap of 20 seconds, so uh, they wasn't uh, they was in front of me, and but I could close that gap in three kilometers, and and I was feeling so good. Uh, wow! And yeah, behind them I I stayed so five seconds behind them, and then I thought, yeah, okay, <laughs> it's a little bit too slow. You you. And can go faster so so why not why you don't try it and and yeah so i i passed them and and then yeah i had a uh, a gap and then it was just fighting and and saying yeah you are the front at, at the world champs and and you can go for the title yeah this was an, just amazing so so <clears throat> take us back to that pass was that on an uphill or a downhill and was it a 
was it a hold my rhythm or did you really accelerate for a period of time and how long did you accelerate if you did um yeah it was at the end of the uphill so uh, yeah it was after three kilometers there was the end of the uphill and and after that it was rolling so a little bit uh, downhill then uphill again so i thought yeah i'm good in, in downhill so now i could accelerate uh yeah so i accelerated but not too much so yeah maybe <laughs> five seconds faster than 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 the normal pace yeah. it's yeah. Not, not not 30 seconds faster and, yeah, and yeah. Yeah, yeah but but i i could hold this this pace uh yeah for i would say uh yeah one kilometer but afterward after this then was the long uh, kilometer downhill so there you are i had a, a pace of three minutes so it was it was really fast and yeah uh, I could bridge up the gap really fast to 20 30 seconds so yeah this was good I think wow were you getting splits from anybody on the side like because sometimes when you're out front it's hard to get a gauge you know you've made the effort it's always a little scarier now you know it's it's almost like you said it was comfortable sitting sort of five meters behind and now you're in the lead at four kilometers into the race, you've still got 17 kilometers to go. Yeah. And it's hard to get a gauge on what's going on behind you, whereas they're getting – everybody behind gets everybody going, oh, you're seven seconds, eight like – they're they all getting the numbers. Was there anybody giving you any feedback on the sideline? Was it Was it, yeah. or was it just kind of, okay, don't worry about what's going on and just keep running hard? What, what was going on? Yeah, this was really good because the Ironman tracker um, um, is the time, I think, after each kilometer or each mm -hmm. one and a half kilometer. So, so the spectators uh, got often the times. So my family was with me, uh, then some of Q and my bike sponsor. And, and so I have many uh, fans just for mm -hmm. me. And, and so, yeah, I got very often the times. And this was also very good because at the beginning it was 20, 30 seconds and, and uh, two kilometers um, uh, more, it was uh, 40 seconds. And after one lap, it was over one minute. Uh, so I know that, that I was the fastest runner uh, and, mm. and yeah, always gaining time. And, and at which point, do, you know, were there any doubts that crept through at any point in the race? Do you feel strong throughout the 21K or did you have any moments was like, whoa, hang on, let's keep it together? Yeah, uh, yeah. after I would say 13 uh, to 15 kilometers, is, it was tough. It, yeah, my muscles were a little bit sore and, and yeah, this was, yeah, I have over one minute uh, gap but you have to keep pushing because mm -hmm. um, so many downhills uh, I thought if I get it cramped now uh, then it's over so I have to keep pushing and 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 yeah it wasn't not easy that, that my legs uh, didn't feel anything so I at the end I feel the, the, the tiredness yeah Oh, mate. And, and okay. So tell me, when did you let yourself sort of say, I think I'm, I think I've got this. Did you wait until you crossed the line or was there kind of a kilometer to go? You started to feel like, wow, I really got this. Uh, uh, the, the last uh, two kilometers, I, I thought, yeah, 
now I, I, I have it yeah. and there was again very many spectators so I, I could enjoy uh, the last two kilometers and could go a little bit fast uh, slower not faster yeah, <laughs> yeah, slower. Yeah, yeah. and 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 yeah and enjoyed the crowd this was really amazing and and yeah on the finish line this was oh, just unbelievable this feeling is is <laughs> you can't describe it you, you just want to to have it again yeah <laughs> Mate, I, I love it. Were, were you thinking about then, you know, that final little bit, final five minutes, were you thinking about how am I going to celebrate at the finishing line? Uh, not really. Um, <laughs> uh, um, the, the little pause uh, I did uh, with my uh, finger in the mouth uh, was for my sister because uh, she was pregnant. And, and yeah, did, did uh, I, this I thought or planned in front of the race that that i can uh, do this and yeah. yeah i didn't expect that that i i will do it uh, because yeah it's not so cool if you do it at a uh, at place tense or something like that yeah, <laughs> so, yeah yeah if i'm winner and could do it this is this was very good but then yeah this just emotion yeah i cried on on, on the finish line already uh mm. uh if I was running and and yeah, it was unbelievable. That's so great, mate. It's a it's a feeling that I think you'll take with you forever. Um, I love it. You mentioned your sister. She also is racing professionally, correct? As a triathlete. Yeah, uh, more on the short distance. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, but this uh, this year, uh, yeah, she was pregnant, so this yeah, year, yeah. Yeah. Taking taking a year off. Well, mate. Let I just again massive congrats um i truly believe this is the start of an incredible journey of victories for you i think the uh, the events in the future will be you know you'll have different attention going into them and all sorts of things but it's still just triathlon still just swim bike run um and and from what i've seen i truly impressed and i've been around the sport for a long i'm a dinosaur mate i've been around a long time and that was that was a hell of a performance so congratulations again um what i want to do now is just look at a little bit of your journey now being 22 we don't have to wind the clock very far back um but tell me when did you sort of first find the passion for triathlon when did when did that all start yeah uh i would say very early uh, my parents uh do also a little bit uh, sport, so more as a hobby, but uh, they did the local run races and a little bit of triathlon. They are not so good swimmers, so mm-hmm. <laughs> triathlon is d- difficult, but um, uh, yeah, much running races. And so as a little kid, uh, I was at the races and and did uh, um, kids races. Um, yeah, so I started very early, um, but at the beginning I was uh, more a swimmer. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, I have uh, in the five in the five class uh, I went to the sport uh, school, and there uh, I have had to decide if I go to swimming or j- uh, just track and field. And yeah, I decided to go uh, for swimming, and so I did the first five years of the sports school uh, just swimming, and yeah, uh, no, not running uh, because if you go 
in the morning in the swimming pool and in the evening you don't have time for uh, other mm. other uh, sports and yeah so this was the beginning of my my sport career and and then and with 60 uh, years i changed to triathlon and uh yeah then did a short distance uh kind of stuff in and germany the there's a cup, uh, so the small races and and yeah, also then Ewing Cup and yeah, yeah. So you were doing the Bundesliga type races. Were you racing for a team there? Do you, yeah, do you still I, race? Do you race for them. Yeah, yeah. There I race uh, race now for Team Berlin. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I think it's a good uh, um, cooperation between Bundesliga yes. and and middle distance races. It's, yes, it's good to to hold it, the the speed of the short distance. Yeah, I think there's a reason why we see so many great German and French athletes in the in the world of triathlon is because you race and you race often and you race short and fast and it's head to head and you know as an Australian we in the nineties is before you were born, but we had a professional short series of racing and it was live television. It was a big deal and I think the reason we had a successful group of Aussies is because we had racing. Yeah. And, and I see you as somebody that loves to race. <clears throat> you know, you can train all you want, but you got to love to race. But was there a moment that you realized, you know, starting, you know, triathlon at 16, was there a moment you realized, hey, I'm, I'm actually okay at this, um, you know, and, and maybe this is something I should really do as a career and, and go all in? Um, yeah, uh, so in the, my juniors, I wasn't that good. I wasn't uh, on the podium. Um, so there was uh, sometimes self-doubt uh, if, it's, if it's the right thing or not. Uh, so yeah, my best place in the, in the German championships in junior was fifth. So this was okay, but but I wasn't uh, never beyond on the podium. So uh there was yeah okay i have to train and maybe um, i will get there uh, later and yeah but we thought uh that, that i'm better on the middle distance on the longer distance stuff because mm. uh i'm i'm good in in holding uh, high speed uh and but but not in the high end speed so uh i could go very long uh, 310 pace but but uh to uh, 30 or to 40 yeah. days is very tough for me yeah so before that that the middle sense is uh it's but it suits me better and 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 yeah uh the first time i really recognized that <laughs> that i'm good in this sport was yeah and ich gleich got the win at the 70.3 ironman win uh, in front of of Patrick lange so there i i, I know yeah okay <laughs> He has a very good potential, yeah. Yeah, so we're, we're talking only a few months ago. <laughs> it's like we were talking, uh, when was Crash Gal? That was in May, end of May, wasn't it, this yeah, year? May, and, May this year, yeah. Yeah, and so that was kind of your breakout performance in front of another German legend who I didn't mention in the intros and I should have because um, I love the guy, Patrick Langer. Um, yeah, so you actually managed to come over the top of him he didn't quite run you down and and that was your that was a big breakthrough moment for you and then we're talking three to four months later okay boom now you're a world champion i, I just think that's 
fantastic. I do want to tell all, uh, all the American listeners um, some of the time splits that Rico is talking about. So when he's saying he, he's running 310 uh, pace, that's about five-minute miles and uh, the, the 230, 245 type pace, we're talking – around the 4.30 sort of mile pace um, in the short course racing. But just, just to give some reference for everybody. But, mate, you know, you're fully committed now. Have the sponsors been good to you since winning world championships? You've, I believe you've, you've got a manager. Um, has that been interesting for you? Yeah, this was a busy time uh, too. And, and now many managers or sponsors uh came and yeah we have to i, I have it uh, i have the, the manager alex borg uh now from um uh, i know alex yeah yeah say yeah, hi to him for me yeah you know him yeah yeah he yeah. he was a manager from team tbb so epic yeah. uh, trial on team and mm-hmm. so um yeah he's he's part of the business and and knows everyone yeah also at the and Lachty, he was with me and he talked to everybody and say hi and yeah, have a yeah. chat. And so, yeah, this was really good. And, and so yeah, I have a manager and now uh, we have to, to find or, or, or uh, the, the right sponsors uh, yes. that we think are, that uh, uh, suits me and, and that we can do a long-term deal, not just uh, short so mm-hmm. that we can grow together. Yeah. I love that, mate. Well, you know, you're in good hands. I know, I know Alex, we've had, I think we've met several times. Um, and, and look, what I love about that, I'm, I'm pretty sure you guys were even working together before you won the world championships from what I understand. Am I right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, this was a good one. Uh, they, I mean, uh, this team since uh, two, 2021 at the end. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, and they know me for a long time. I know them, and and they supported me for such a long time. And they they had already um, at the beginning. I'm a good athlete, and they believed in me. And 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 yeah, it's, the whole thing is is built on me. So they said, yeah, you are our symbol, uh, and we want to have you. And mm-hmm. yeah, they. The support of them is really, really good. And also now in, in Lahti, I was with the whole group. There was the photographer of them, the mechanics and, and the designer and of the bike. So there was everybody in one house. We stayed together. There's a big family. And, and yeah, so. That's awesome. Yeah. That's you, awesome. You, you know, they said to me, um, if you have not a good race, um, we are all also with you. And, and if you have a good race, it's it's good and it's fine. And, and then, uh, but, but if not, then, then it's also good. So, yeah. Well, mate, I, I know everybody now is looking up Coup Bicycles um, <laughs> after your unbelievable race. Um, I know I was one. Went straight to go. Oh, cool. <laughs> you know they're based out of the Netherlands. Um, you know it's an incredible website actually. Uh, I forgot the name, but one of the guys you know comes from the sort of Formula One. Yeah, um, Richard, Richard McKinnish. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and then got Alex Bock, and there's a good team there, of, and they're doing some incredible work. Um, so shout out to them. But mate, tell me a little bit more about some of the team that you work with. Um, you know your family, your coaches. Any bodywork people or, or psychologists or anybody else? Who, who else you got on your team? 
Um, yeah, my coach is uh, Joseph Spindler and he was the co-coach uh, of Brett Sutton in the earlier years. Uh, but now he has his own uh, training methods and and uh, is separated from Brett. So mm-hmm. yeah, we, we worked together since last year at the end. And yeah, I'm really satisfied with him and uh, it's it's online uh, so we don't see each other each, each day but um yeah we uh, very often talk and 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 uh i can say if i want something different in the training so we can discuss something i i really liked it um not just train uh, <laughs> uh the training plan uh, so i uh, yeah i think uh if i have to say something it's 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 uh, it's better for me and and yeah that's really good uh with them uh, with him and yeah at at home here i'm in in leipzig uh in saxony uh, east part of germany uh yeah there i have running partners uh mm-hmm. which i can train with them and a swimming group so it's not a big triathlon group here, uh, but I have uh, the partners in, in, the, in the different uh, sports. So uh, <laughs> it's good that I'm good enough to, to train with them in in in, in the, the sport. Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, you don't want to do all the training on your own. Have you got yeah. anyone you're biking with, or you're doing? Do you do a lot of indoor bike? Um, yeah, in the winter it's it's uh, indoor, but but now it's also outside. Uh, mm. bike it's a little bit difficult um there have not so many partners but but also yeah if i want uh, someone i can write uh yeah if you want to join me and so uh so i find every uh every time some someone and and but sometimes i also like it to train alone and and just uh, yeah. push through, through through the program um mm-hmm. yeah and yeah, here in, in, in Leipzig, I have also a physiotherapist, uh, and so yeah, also the uh, the team behind me is really good here. Yeah, that's awesome, mate. I, I I can imagine the kind of work you're doing. Um, you know, myself, I had four years with Brett Sutton in the late '90s, and uh, I know the kind of work where it's kind of built a lot of it on the Arthur Lydiard model. You'll probably have to look him up, but Arthur Lydiard was a, a coach from New Zealand that a lot of, uh, the work that you're probably doing is founded upon. And it's, uh, it's, it's, it's pretty incredible work. And, and when you mentioned that, I was like, ah, oh, okay, now I, now I personally, I'm getting a better idea of, okay, this, this year that you're having and where you're going now, I, now I actually know the kind of work you're doing, but Take, take me through a typical week. You know, you don't have to go into too raw detail, but what's a typical week of training look like for you? Yeah, typical is that uh, Monday is an easy day. Uh, so it's just swimming and athletic. And yeah, then Tuesday is um, mostly a hard swim in the morning. Uh, then uh, easy uh, bike ride and then in the evening uh indoor walls uh, and running so did you say indoor what indoor indoor walls yeah uh yeah, intervals sorry yeah, yeah. Indoor walls, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah so yeah mostly this is the track day so uh, yeah, i go yeah. on the track 
uh, at the end of the day with, with, uh, with the running group. So this is really nice. Mm. And, and also, yeah, uh, yeah uh, in winter when it's dark outside and then with the light and just pushing mm. through the program, this, this is an epic, uh, epic feeling. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and yeah, Wednesday um, is most the in the morning uh Uh, easy run and then in uh, then a bike ride uh, with intervals and yeah so a tough bike and yeah Tuesday is swimming and yeah sometimes is a there's a longer bike ride but but yeah that we change uh, for week to week if I have mm -hmm. time uh, there's a longer bike ride Uh, but if not, uh, then it's also just easy bike ride and a little one. And yeah, Friday it's again easy, just swim and athletics. And then uh, the weekend is again a little bit tougher with Saturday uh, in the morning swim. Then we go uh, for the uh, run. And, There sometimes it's uh uphill run uh or <laughs> so as so uh hill in the walls. Um but yeah with hill in the walls it's uh you can't do it every week because yeah there on the weekend there's a race so you can't do it. And yeah, you have to decide it but but if it's possible we try try it and um yeah, yeah then The Sunday is the typical long day, <laughs> a long one and a long, long bike. Yeah. Uh, oh, well. Yeah. Hey, you, you mentioned on your recovery days, Monday and Fridays, you do an easy swim and athletics. What does that athletics mean? Yeah. Uh, is that so gym Monday, training? It's more that... strength training. Uh, on, uh, on Monday, it's strength gotcha. training. And, and on Friday, it's more uh, TRX. It's sling gotcha. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah 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 it's good for body work stuff yeah yeah awesome well mate let's this is uh fascinating i'm 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 loving this i want to move on to some of you know some of your opinions on on things and the, the first up look you're so young you are for the world of triathlon um i just where, where do you think triathlon's at right now what do you, what are your your thoughts in terms of the events that we have in the world of triathlon and, um, you know, you think it's in a good place? Yeah, I, f I think it's, it's, it's a good place and it's developing and, and on the short distance with the super league, it's mm. really interesting and exciting with all short, uh, short distance and, and changes and, and also on the middle distance with the, Uh, PTOs uh, races. There's a new format, and which is also very good coverage uh, in the TV. So mm -hmm. you can watch it from everywhere, and I think that's important that that, that uh, the spectators can watch it, and and uh, this is really good. And I think you also see that that triathlon is getting bigger and bigger, and and more people getting in that that um, the times are getting faster and, and the fields uh, closer together. That uh, 
there's no no ways anymore which is not uh, which which are not good at least so yeah mm -hmm. i think it's we are on a good way <laughs> mate I, i think i couldn't agree more and i think you, you you said that very well i think when you look across the whole spectrum of the sport um from you know the super league and what they're trying to do and they're trying to keep evolving and changing all the way through to the pto and what they're doing iron man of course you know is still there um the world triathlon series there, there's really you know challenge family of races that there's really ample amount of great events around the world um there, there's potential for professional athletes who are doing well um are at the pointy end of the sport can do a very good job in terms of income i think there's a lot of brands that are being supportive You know, when, when you're looking at your gear now, you talked about, you know, working with Alex and, and figuring out what brands you want to work with and particular gear that you might want to use. Is there any specific gear that, you know, you swear by? I mean, you've talked about Koo bicycles, but is there any other equipment that you're using that you love? Yeah, actually, uh, yeah, I'm very uh, confident with my bike, uh, Q, so I want to stay with them. Mm -hmm. and, and, yeah, I... We are now the Soconi shoes uh, in running, and this is not a popular uh, triathlon shoe. So mm -hmm. yeah, I was Very cool. uh, also the first one who wins with them, I think. <laughs> nice. But, uh, yeah, in the future I have to see uh, if I stay with them. I'm yeah satisfied. I like the, the shoe, and yeah, in apparel I have uh, the skin fit. I also like the the suits, uh, the clothes of them, uh, yeah. But yeah, we have now to, to see uh, what offer we get and 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 what other brands uh, yeah. which we can work together. But now it's too early to, to say, yeah, I, yeah. I have this, this, this one or this one. Uh, yeah, I hope it's uh, we, we will get it under the end of the year. But yeah, now it's a little bit too early. <laughs> you, you will. You will. I'm sure they're all lining up. Um... So it's going to be fascinating. I want to move over to the people of the world of triathlon. Um, one of my favorite conversations, especially with someone so young like yourself, uh, who do you look at as being sort of the greatest of all time, the GOAT um, in the world of triathlon? Um, if you can give me an idea of a man and a female, who have you got in mind? Yeah, in triathlon, yeah, is it? In, yeah, in, in triathlon. Yeah, in triathlon, uh, yeah. For me, and my goal is uh, uh, Jan Frodeno. Uh, so <laughs> yes. yeah, he, he's, a, he's a German, and and yeah, he, he won Olympian and the world title on seventy point three and world title on the long distance. So yeah, mm. I, I think he won every every big race, and also how he handled all the media stuff and, yeah. and sponsors. I think this is really special. Uh, uh, and yeah, this is, the, I think, the greatest of my of all time. And are you going to go down to Nice and watch him in his last race this weekend? Yeah, I, I will do it. Yeah, you will. You will. Yeah. Oh, very cool. They're yeah. going to look after you. I hope Iron Man will look after you down there. They want to. Uh, hopefully, you're getting looked after anyway. If they're if they're not, it's disappointing. But yeah, that's very cool. Yeah, yeah hopefully, yeah, yeah, have a good race. Yeah, or he has a good race. Do you well, know Jan personally? Have you guys met and? Hung out at yeah, all? Uh, not really. Uh, just uh, we was in a train camp in Girona and and there and the and the coffee uh, from him. But oh, good. But yeah, it was just 
a little uh, a little chat, but but I I wouldn't say that it's personality. Yeah. All right. Well, we need to we need to make sure you guys get together and hang out a little bit. Yeah. That's um, yeah. And and look, I think there's many people nodding their head when you say Jan Fadino. Uh, his name gets brought up a lot in the greatest of all time conversation. Who's the goat? Um, yeah. I always love to throw in names like Mark Allen, who's way before you were born, um, but his domination was insane. Um, the late 80s, early 90s, he was a pioneer. But then you have people like Alistair Brownlee, two-time Olympic gold medalist, and his domination yeah. in the World Series. And then I always love to throw in Javier Gomez, who has won more races than any all of those combined. The guy's just a racing machine and has won so much. It's incredible. But, mate, very good choice there. What about, what about on the women? Who have you got in mind? Yeah, it's a bit, little bit uh, difficult for me, uh, but yeah, on the <laughs> long distance, I would say Daniela Rief uh, mm-hmm. wins very many races, and yeah, in the past, uh, uh, there are also some girls uh, which win five times the world championships, uh, world champion title. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but I don't know them uh, because it was too early for me, and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and on the shortest ends, I would say it's Flora Duffy because, yeah, she's mm. also very dominant and win the Olympic title uh, 2021. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I would choose both. <laughs> no, I, I like that. Two great names, two exceptional names who I also would have put in my top couple. So very good. Well done, mate. Now I want, well, now I want to pivot a little bit. Um and this is something that if you're ever at a dinner party and the conversation gets quiet, this is a fun one to throw in. And that's who do you think are the greatest of all time athletes of all sports? Um, who, who stands out as the one person? We can pick a male and female if you can. Yeah, I would uh, take there Michael Phelps and because mm. he won so many Olympic titles and, and he was – just better than others in swimming uh, yeah, in his, yeah. his highest years. And and also his comeback, he was uh, for two years no swimming and then he come, comes back and this was, again, very good. Very good. And, and how he trains, how dedicated he is to train every day, just go mm-hmm. for training. And, and yeah, this, this one is really uh, impressive. Wow. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that one. Um, he's definitely right up there in my books as well. What about a woman? You got one, a woman in mind? Uh, no, they're not really. <laughs> not really. We'll pick, uh, how about we pick Serena Williams? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> right. All right, let's finish up with final four. Um, now, this is a hilarious one because you're 22 years old. And so my first one I always love to ask my guests is what would you tell your 18-year-old self? Being that that's only a couple of years ago for you, it, it doesn't seem that relevant. So let's wind that clock back a bit. What would you tell your, your 12-year-old self 10 years ago? At 12 years, okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there was uh, much uh, having fun, uh, <laughs> you know, have, have fun to, to train and, 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 yeah, taking it not too serious, yeah. And, I love it. Yeah. I love it. All right, three people you'd want to have dinner with, non-family, living or dead. Yeah, uh, first I would choose Barack Obama because, yeah, he, he ruled the most powerful country for so many years and, and yeah, I think he did a great job. And, and yeah, just to 
to chat with him <laughs> it would be cool <laughs> and mm -hmm. yeah ask him some things about the tools those are such a big city uh, not the country yeah <laughs> Yeah, I love it. He, yeah. He's probably the, one of the most requested for dinner parties I've had on yeah. this show, by the way. I love it. Yeah. 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 Second would be Jan Fodeno because I never met him for a chat. So, so yeah, this would be also very cool to chat with him about That's quiet cool. learn and yeah, how to manage all these things. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, I think we can line that one up for you for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is this would be cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, Yeah, third one, uh, I would pick Albert Einstein uh, because, yeah, I, I like physics uh, in school. It was my favorite uh, subject. Wow. So, wow. Yeah. <laughs> that was a left turn. That's awesome. I love yeah. that. <laughs> that's very cool, mate. That's a that's a really great dinner party, and I, I think Jan should find himself lucky to be invited. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's very, very cool. All right, mate, big one. Where do you see yourself in, in five years? Yeah, hopefully, uh, still enjoying triathlon and and yeah, mm -hmm. be on the top of the world. Good man. <laughs> and, uh, and maybe with the long distance world title, yeah, this would be cool. <laughs> yeah, on that, when when are you thinking of? You know, I I, I don't want to rush you on this again. I I think some athletes rush into Ironman a little quick. Do you have that on your roadmap in terms of? I know you can do an Ironman, but. When would you want to really commit to Ironman? Have you got an idea? Yeah, I, I'm sure that I wanted to do it, but uh, not sure when. Uh, so next year, for sure not. And and I've I would say in three years, uh, maybe mm -hmm. 2025 or six, I, I would try to to do a long distance. Yeah. Good man. Well, I I'd be encouraging you not to rush. Um, yeah. I think you got. You're showing your real powerhouse at this at this middle distance, um, you know, and it's it doesn't mean I wouldn't if I was coaching you or advising you, I'd be saying definitely have it on. It's not going anywhere, is my point. And um, you've still got plenty of learning and growing, and you can still keep really crushing the PTO distance in the seventy point threes. I think it's a, a, a perfect distance for you. Yeah. Um, I think also the. You can do more races on the middle stands and PDO uh, races. So, yes, I like to race and and yeah, the the, the high end speed, uh, the speed is is nice and and for long distance you have to train a little bit more volume. So yeah, yeah. I have time yeah. for that. Yeah, <laughs> no, I agree. But look, I love the fact that you're doing some short races and and everything else. I think that's that's really great. Um, all right, last one. This is a new question I'm adding. And I was just thinking about it the other day. Um, if you're told that you have six months to live, how do you decide to live those final, what is it, 182 days? Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, <I> think, <laughs> It's a big one. <laughs> uh, I think I would take my family and go in the mountains and, and just uh, enjoying the nature because, yeah, I love mm. the mountains. It's most time silence and and yeah be just free and and yeah just just uh, enjoying it uh yeah then I, i love it buddy just escape escape from all the stresses and just chill with family yeah you got your priorities right mate you sound like you're a 75 year old not a 22 year old that's, <laughs> a, that's fantastic all right let's finish up with some rapid fire questions you ready 
Yes, let's go. <laughs> All right, you just hydrated. We, we're yeah. good to go. All Sorry. right. What's uh, one food you could eat every single day? Uh, peanut butter. <laughs> wow. Okay. Are you an early bird or a night owl? Oh, more early bird. Say, yeah. Best decade of music? Um, 2000s. <laughs> 2000s. Uh, one book you would gift to a friend? Oh, I don't read so many books, and yeah, that's okay. I I, I wouldn't have known one either. I only started really reading a couple of years ago, but um, yeah. so any yeah, come no, to mind? I, I no? have no, yeah, that's okay. Coffee or tea? And coffee. <laughs> and you've already answered this one, but I'll throw it at you anyway. Mountains or beach? Yeah, mountains. <laughs> yeah, greatest movie of all time. Um. Yeah, uh, Transformers. I like the Transformers films. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Good on you, buddy. I love that. <laughs> All right. Um, if you could choose to be the best in any other sport, what sport would you choose? Uh, I like uh, table tennis. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> You are full of surprises, buddy. I love that. <laughs> I was thinking you're going to say football or, what, or Formula One or something like that, but table no. tennis, I love it. Yeah, and, <laughs> and hobby, I really like to, to play table tennis, yeah. And uh, against other people, they just do it as a hobby. I'm good, but but if you see the pros, it's, it's just amazing. To oh, really? So note to self, if I come across you, if we're hanging out and you say, hey, Greg, you want to wager on a table tennis game? Yeah. I got to be careful because you're pretty good at it by the sound of it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. First job. Yeah, I, I, I'm just studying, so I have... Python. Python is your first job. That's all right. (laughs) Final one. What word would you use to describe your mindset when competing? Yeah, going all in. Yeah. All in. Yeah. Love it. Intentional. There's so many great words there. Mate, this has been fantastic. I really appreciate you coming on. Um you know, especially love just hearing your emotions when you talk about winning the world championships and how wonderful that was for you. Um, but mate, and sharing your journey to date, I'm so excited about your future. I'm hoping this is our first of many conversations over the next few years. Um, but mate, thanks for coming on. I really appreciate you. Yeah. Thanks that I could be part of your show and I really loved or liked the, the, the chat with you. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate you, Rico. And for everybody listening, you can find the show notes and timestamps and uh, everything else at bennettendurance.com forward slash media. All right, Rico, stay on the line, buddy. Cheers. Cheers.